Welcome to Soul Travel with Darren. This is uh, episode number 37, I guess it is. And uh, today I'm going to be talking about the current state of the uh, international borders and kind of tell you a little bit about what's open, what's closed, um, and kind of my thoughts on flying right now and um, what we can kind of look forward to here in the near future at the time of this recording in September of 2020. And so I just want to start off with the kind of upside down world that we're living in right now. Um, for my whole life, if you had a blue American passport, that could get you in almost anywhere in the country. Um, it's been known as like the most quote unquote powerful pa passport in the world um, as far as people letting us in as Americans. There's just a few places where you had to get visas and you can only stay for a certain amount of time. And um, as far as I know, Russia being the most notable, um, the visa process is pretty difficult. But you can still go if you want to visit. But nevertheless, now in the corona um, year 2020, it's backwards now. Now it's like the American passport keeps you out of most places um, if you look, and I look at this stuff almost daily as far as which countries allow Americans to visit and which ones don't, it's just about every country says no to Americans right now. Um, I think we have the highest rate of coronavirus cases in the world, um, and so I guess that's why the rest of the world is trying to keep us out. So anyways, but that's the current state of the, the world right now in September 2020. Um, I was just looking at some random countries last night, and right now, if you wanted to go to just about everywhere, it's closed. The um, UK, if you want to go to London, that's closed. France is closed. Spain's closed. Italy's closed. Um, Czech Republic's closed. Ukraine's closed. Uh, one country that's cool that we can go to now if we really want to, we can go to Croatia. Croatia is open to tourists for everybody. Which, um, if you know, if you've listened to my podcast before, I think Croatia is a great country, especially uh, Zagreb. But anyways, um, yeah, then uh, you get back to Hungary's closed, Russia's closed, even Canada's closed. Um, Dubai is open, but you have to go in there and you get screened, temperature check and all that. Um, but, and if they have, if you have any symptoms of COVID, you have to get a test right then and there. And then if you have any, well, if you test positive, they obviously send you to quarantine in some um, government facility for 14 days, and then you have to do it that way. Um, so I guess that's kind of open if you really want to go. Um, and then Sweden is also closed. So pretty much everywhere in the world is closed as far as Americans want to travel right now. I do know that Serbia is open um, for Americans and everybody. You don't have to do anything. Um, and I think it, right off the top of my head, I think that's, I think Belarus is also open if you have a negative, uh, COVID test within the last 48 hours to show them as proof. Um, and that's kind of how it is as far as not for Americans, but for the rest of the world. Um, the rest of the world can pretty much travel, not how they used to, but they have more uh, freedom than Americans do, um, ironically. But if you say if you're a Canadian and you want to go to Germany, it's a lot easier and you can do it. But even with that said, though, there's a bunch of different requirements for all those people. And just some of those requirements are from, obviously, from the two ends of the spectrum. You have 
the people like us who can't go anywhere, we're not allowed to go at all, to on the other end of the spectrum, um, there's people who can go everywhere. Um, and that's basically all the countries in the European Union and all the all the countries in Europe can go back back and forth with, with each other. So, but even some of those countries, um, they have to either get their temperature checked at the airport. Um, some of them, you have to, like I said, bring a uh, a result, a negative result of a COVID test that you've taken in the last forty eight hours. I think I saw somewhere where some country said you had to have a, a negative test within the last ninety six hours, um, and then some. Uh, countries make you quarantine 14 days no matter what i think america coming back if you if you go somewhere and you come back i think you have to travel you have to quarantine 14 days um coming back to this country then there's also places where you go they, they might have to quarantine for 14 days also and the reason why that would really suck is because if you only have say so much time to visit say two weeks or three weeks whatever um you obviously don't want to be quarantined for two of those weeks um over in whatever country you go to that you're allowed to like i said there's only about 15 countries you can go to anyway so um you know if you had to be 14 days in there on quarantine that would that would really suck but but yeah but like i said though then coming back um, the 14 days quarantine coming back to the States is not bad. I mean, I had to do that when I came back from Dubai back in March. I came back from Dubai at the end of March, I guess it was, I think March 25th, 27th, something like that. And I, I landed in JFK. They took me into some little room um, along with a bunch of other people that they took at random. And they asked me a bunch of questions about where I'd been to and all that, asked me if I had a temperature and all that. And I just told them no. Cause, and I also told them, and I knew I, was, I wasn't sick because I told them that when I was in my hotel in Dubai for the last four days, I had to get my temperature taken every time I walked into the place. And, um, and so I was already being tested for the most part in Dubai before I got back to the States. But nevertheless, so they took me in this room and they asked me these questions and they gave me this card. I think I talked about it in one of the previous episodes early on um, about the card that they gave me that said that I needed to self-quarantine and all that. And so I did and I got, you know, it's no problem. Just go home to my apartment. That That's it. Um, but so that's kind of the state of the borders right now. I mean, unfortunately, as Americans, we got the real short end of the stick and we can't go anywhere but with all that said though i've seen a lot of the travel bloggers that i follow and the travel vloggers that i follow on youtube and all that um a lot of these people who they make their you know they make their living off of travel writing and so at this point in time they've kind of just you know said forget it and they just started traveling and some of those, some of the people I follow on YouTube and podcasts and everything else, they're lucky enough not to be in the U.S. And so they can travel, you know, say they're Canadian or Brazilian or whatever, um, they can travel. And so they, you know, I follow them. I see what it's like to travel right now. And it's almost not even worth it. I mean, if you look at what they're going through right now in September, and I think some, I think most of them kind of got back on the road back in August, um, when the country started opening up, but they open up with the restrictions though. They still open up with um, some places you have to wear face mask in public. Almost all the places you have to wear a face mask in restaurants and closed spaces. Um, most of the bars and clubs and all that are still closed around the world. And so that's, 
it's kind of like, yeah, you can go, but you're not going to have any fun, really. I mean, it's so it's kind of, you know, why bother? Um, especially with the, the hotels and the, um, the, air, the, air, the, the flight prices. Um, I've been looking at flights the last couple of weeks, and they're, they're, not, they're not super, super expensive, but they're not super cheap either. And so, you know, I mean, you're not going to pay that much money to go somewhere where, um, first of all, the restaurants and everything is like half capacity, if that, and everybody's in face mask and six feet apart and all that. Um, it's, it's like, you know, why bother? Moreover, the actual flight experience or the destiny, the, the journey, I should say, is also, you know, no good anymore because half of the fun of traveling is being at the airport and doing the airport and going to the bars in the airport and talking to the girls, you know, waiting for the waiting for their flights and all that. I mean, that the the whole airport social scene is gone. And so, I mean, just a few of the restaurants are open in the airports and all the uh, airports around the world. Um, the bars, most of the bars are closed. Uh, you have to order almost all your food from the restaurants from the QR codes on your phone and you scan the picture and all that. I mean, it's just, it's just a big production now just to fly anywhere. And, and again, you can do it and that's good. I mean, at least it's available if you want to go through all that stuff. But if you want to travel and have fun and all that, like you did in 2019, um, that's just not happening right now from what I can see. And that's, that's too bad. I mean, it, it, it really is. But, and then you have the, the, uh, the other issue of the safety of flying. Now I, for one, if, if I wouldn't have a problem flying, if you didn't have to wear the face mask the whole time you were flying, I have no problem wearing a face mask in the airport and all that. But it just seems like um, it seems extremely uncomfortable if you would have to wear a face mask for 12 hours flying to, you know, I don't know, Turkey or something um, from the U.S. And so it's so that so that part is, you know, again, if you have to get somewhere, it's good that you can. But it just seems like a really bad, uncomfortable way to travel. Um but but as far as traveling itself, though, I mean, as far as getting on a plane and flying, so even even domestically, even if I was getting on a plane from here to Vegas or here to, I don't know, New York or something, I would have no problem getting on the plane itself. And in fact, I always tell everybody who would listen, it's the to me, flying on a plane is safer than fly, than going to the grocery store. Um, if you understand what the planes do as far as how the air is circulated and how the filters are, how the filters work on planes, you know that it, the, being on a plane is one of the least amount of places that you're going to catch COVID from. Um, and it's because the air, well, it's basically they have those HEPA filters, I think it's called. Um, you can Google it, the H-E-P-A um, filters on on every airplane that, that recycles the air and it gets out like 99.9% of the bacteria. So it obviously helps in um, fighting the COVID. And then also um, as a just a logical or reasonable explanation of, you know, how safe airline travel is right now. Um, we're I'm talking about this in September in the middle of September of 2020, we've been dealing with COVID for about six months since about March. 
and we have six months worth of data. We have six months worth of people flying on planes, and you can be sure if there had been an outbreak on a plane or on multiple planes, we would have heard about it by now, and all the flights would be grounded. But you just haven't heard about that. I think there was an article about a flight out of Vietnam with a COVID-positive uh, person on there who infected, I think, 12 people on a flight back in March. And so, and I think that's the last article that was on it. I mean, I don't know, but I, if you just Google it, the flight out of Vietnam, um, it'll, it'll tell you whether or not, the, they'll tell you about that story anyway. And I haven't heard of any stories since then. And so, for my money, the on a, on a plane is the safest place you can be if you don't want to get COVID. I think what's the problem is that, and again, if, if you feel uncomfortable, then you feel uncomfortable, and, that, and that's, you know, that, that's fine. But I think what people think is that on a plane, you're on in some tube that is sealed and all the, you know, the, all the air is circulating between each other for the whole time of the flight, and that's not true. I don't know if it's, a be- I don't know if it's better that, to know that actually the air from outside is filtering in all the time and that's why the that's why we we can fly basically um i don't know if that's any better to know that air is coming in all the time but you know whatever but that's but that's the truth though i mean if you google any type of air circulation um i think they recycle all the air within two every two minutes on on every on every flight and that was before covid this is not something that's special um from covid so again um, you know, and I tell that to my mom and I say, mom, you know, don't be afraid to take a flight or whatever. And she looks at me like I'm crazy. So that, you know, again, if you're not comfortable with it, then don't, you know, don't fly. But the science of it is it's, it's really safe actually. Um, so anyways, but the whole point of this podcast is that as of right now, if you're looking to travel somewhere solo or anywhere else, um, you probably want to wait a little bit because even if you get somewhere, it's not going to be like normal. So it's not really worth it. Unless, of course, somebody gives you some screaming deal to Italy from the U.S. for, I mean, I don't know well, I guess you can't go to Italy, but say, I don't know, Serbia, whatever, um, for, you know, $70 round trip, then yeah, take, jump on it and go. Um, but other than that, you know, I wouldn't spend you need the regular amounts to go somewhere where once you land, everybody's wearing face masks and half the every and everything's closed and you go to the restaurants and nobody's there and you're just sitting there by yourself for a couple hours. So um, right now, unfortunately, the world is still it, it's slowly trying to open. I think I saw that uh, England just kind of reclosed some of their stuff. And so I, don't know, I wouldn't say we're going backwards, but. It's not, you know, nobody thought that we'd still be here in September, but, uh, you know, here we are. So anyway, so that's it. That's my state of the international travel right now. Um, and, and again, I think it's so ironic that back, you know, before this, the American passport was the golden ticket anywhere in the world for the most part. Um, and now it's like the worst, you know, it's the worst passport in the world and we can't go anywhere. Um, and again, you just look at people online on YouTube and the podcast and all that. And, uh, uh, you know, people who are not American citizens seem to be, you know, at least they have the most mobility anyway. 
Um, so, so that's that. So, anyways, I want to thank you for listening to episode number, like I said, number seventy-three. Um, I talked about this before in episode number twelve. Um, I think I said three tips that I learned from traveling during the COVID, um, th- through the coronavirus, or whatever. Um, that's in episode twelve. And if you would please leave a rating and review for this podcast, it really helps with the algorithm. Um, and getting in, in the, my, my podcast in the uh, catalog. Um, and so I thank you for that. And then also, if you haven't checked out my new website, check my, out my new website, solomailtravel.com. Um, and that's the new kind of website I've made up for to help guys travel the world solo whenever we do, whenever that's available. Um, and so that's, and then finally, like always, um, shoot me an email if you have any questions or if you have any topics that you want me to talk about, um, shoot me an email at Darren, D-E-R-R-O-N at solomailtravel.com and uh, shoot me an email. Let me know if there's any topic you want me to talk about as far as international travel, especially solo as a guy, um, or anything else. And I'd be more than happy to talk about it here in, in the future. Like I said, always, it's kind of. It's tricky trying to talk about just regular travel tips and all that when nobody's traveling. And so, but at some point we, we will be. Um, and so hopefully you remember this podcast, come back to these episodes and they will help you. But like I said, shoot me an email, Darren at um, solomailtravel.com. And I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. <laughs>